Welcome back to Fat Man Talking Podcasts. As always, I'm your host Shane, and thanks so much for tuning in. Um, it's been a week or two since I hopped on for a podcast. Uh, I must say, very paranoid about my voice today. Sound a little funny, a little bit nasal. I uh, think I'm getting a little bit of a cold, which, to be honest, really hits my pride because at the weekends I went out for a walk in the park, didn't bring a jumper. I was told you're going to get a cold, and I said, "No, no." doesn't happen to me no I'm invincible and sadly yeah, I'm turning into a little bitch mode at the moment where I'm like waking up in the mornings a little bit of a sore throat not feeling my best giving out stink all day you know the usual uh standard chain behavior but anyway welcome back to the show so look um probably a week and a half there thereabouts removed since I had any bit of an update for you uh so look training wise weight wise everything how's it been going I'm gonna be honest after the last podcast I I tried probably for like two or three days where I was like, oh, I'm going to get back into this. I'm going to get the train rolling again. I was going to going to feel good. You know, the ultimate goal is still the ultimate goal. Uh, there's a huge amount of weight to shift. And in my eyes, it's a very important goal for me. But in saying that, look, it, it genuinely just didn't ramp up. I got lazy. And one of the main things I was trying to do was I was trying to run before I could walk. And it sounds a bit stupid, but... It, it was just, I don't even know how you'd even describe it. It was just mayhem. Like, it was just absolute, just trying this, that, the other. Nothing really consistent. Nothing staying to the point. And, like, I had my plan. I've always had my plan. And I know when it'll work. You know, I know if I'm in a calorie deficit, if I'm exercising, if I'm getting my steps done, and I'm doing a few workouts a week, I know the way it'll come off. And the truth is, is I'm kind of humming and hawing, and I'm adding in all these extra things that don't need to happen. I'm probably too focused on the steps and stuff. And just overall, it just turns into a complete fucking disaster. Um, so, yeah, that's me anyway. So, look, to be honest, I took the piss a bit. Uh, far too many sweets and crisps and shit food, a few takeaways. It's just been an all-around unproductive two weeks. And I knew I it was just my mood. It just, I kind of let it control me. I let it control everything I was doing. And look, that's what I ended up with. Um, just lazy, plain fucking laziness. Um, so yeah, what have I been doing the past few days? Look, the past few days I stripped it right back once again. And like I'm thinking about the amount of times I have to restart, and it's really frustrating me. But luckily, not too much of my progress has disappeared, and thank God for that. Uh, but in saying that, a month ago, I would like if I was looking towards today, I would like to be in a lot more further along. And I suppose a lot of other people who probably try to lose weight on a regular basis and who maybe are like me and they're very stop start and they're not really focused when they're starting or maybe they just lose their motivation for one reason or another. Um, it's it's really hard to just get yourself motivated and back into actually just doing the right things. You tend to kind of overcomplicate it and turn it into a bigger mess than it is. Uh, but anyway, look, uh, so the past few days I've gone for a few walks, taking the dog out, uh, hitting my daily steps, started tracking calories again a bit more consistently and just tried to take in less shit food. Uh, outside of just keeping to that calorie deficit, the main thing I really wanted to focus on was kind of trying to shed the habit of leaning towards sweets or food for my calories. Um, sweets or food, fucking up. Sweets or like crisps and stuff like that for my calories, because it's one of the biggest things I do. You know what? I'll take up such a portion of my calorie budget just on fucking Kinder Buenos and shit food, and then I'll be sitting there starving, and then that's when I really want to hound for a takeaway. So it's all a knock-on effect, and it's never really great so look that's that's what i'm doing the past few days and it's working away uh the weight's actually come down a small bit which is nice and really my focus is back which is 
what I'm more worried about than anything else because I think when your passion kind of goes out and you know that's the time where you need to keep working and the truth is when I kind of lost a bit of passion for a few days I just stopped doing anything you know I got lazy uh, I let my mood control everything and it just turned into a complete disaster so uh, the next week it's plain and simple steps calorie deficit less shit food I'm not saying it's completely banned just less and look, we'll see how it goes. Um, so look, today's topic, I wanted to jump on, um, now that we're done the update, I'm sure you are all sitting on the edge of your seats going, what's going to happen here? Um, also, one other thing just to add to, add to my little update. Uh, back and foot are still at me, which is a bit of a disaster, but look, uh, trying my best to just kind of work around it. You know, I can't be running too much, the foot's just too bad, but I can be walking. Uh, so walked a nice 10k today, felt great and it was it was good you know 10k done before kind of two in the afternoon it's nice uh get out nice and early in the day and then get back to work and get going uh so i was very very happy with that outside of that um yeah the foot is just really swollen the back is really tight and they're taking a while to kind of heal up now the back look it's, it's primarily down to an old injury i used to have a little bit down to just the fact that i'm carrying so much weight it's probably fucking pulling on it to the max but look We'll get back there, it's fine, it just takes a little time, and it the important thing is that I'm not overstraining and I'm not doing anything that's going to hurt it anymore, I'm just making sure I'm training to the point where I'm still burning calories, I'm still exercising efficiently, and I'm not taking the piss, because look, what, like maybe a lot of you probably have done this from time to time, but you'll go in and you tell yourself you're going to the gym, and really you're not, you know, you're going in, you're showing up, but you're not actually doing the work, and the point is, is really you're just killing two hours, you know, like saying you went to the gym or even showing up to the gym without the work, it doesn't make a difference. You might as well have been at home on the couch. Like sure, you might have, you know, you might get a few 200 steps in on a treadmill or just something, something really small and you'll convince yourself that that was enough and you convince yourself it's better than nothing. And I suppose it is better than nothing. But at the same time, like if you're going to show up, at least do the work uh, outside of injuries, outside of being tired and everything. And look, recognize when you need to have a break, you know, I fucking recognize it way too much that I need a fucking break. I probably give myself 50 times more breaks than I need. And when I hear people saying they don't recognize when they need a break, I just kind of laugh because it's, it's rare I feel that way. But look, recognizing an injury is a different thing. And it's, it's important just to kind of give yourself that chance to recover, but at the same time still be doing something. Because when you're at a standstill, that's when you're probably at your weakest. And that's when you're going to go back to your old habits. That's when you're going to go back to your old foods. And that's when you're going to kind of fall down like I did the past few weeks. And like, as I said, I kind of feel like a broken record. You know, I'm coming on here and week after week, I'm kind of saying, oh, uh, I wanted to do this, but I didn't. And I wanted to do this, but I didn't. And the reason I'm actually documenting it, and the reason I'm kind of letting you all know exactly what's going on with me is, it's a, it's, you know, it's an audio podcast. I could come on here and tell you I've lost two kg this week. I could come on and tell you I'm doing amazing and that, you know, the weight loss is going great and trying to motivate you all and get everyone really pumped and everything. But I mean, look, the truth is, is that if you're the person sitting there on the couch like me and you've had a shit few weeks and you're listening to me barrel on about how great I am and I never slip up, it's probably not going to do you any good. But look, maybe if you're sitting there and you're trying to lose weight like me and maybe you've got a goal similar to me or maybe you've just got different goals that you want to be motivated for, you'll kind of recognize the fact that we all fall off the horse. We all have these weeks where we're just maybe not in the mood to do it. And the important thing is just that, just to kind of get back on the horse and get and do something. It doesn't have to be anything major. It doesn't have to be, you know, go and run a marathon because you haven't ran in two weeks. But, you know, just maybe go for that run. Maybe just get get stretched out, go for your run. And it doesn't have to be anything too much, but just enough to get a nice calorie burn, get your energy up. And, you know, 
I think that's the most important thing. But anyway, look, that's finally for the second time the end of my update. Uh, so look, this week I wanted to jump on to talk about uh, a Netflix documentary I saw during the week, which fuck you know I just I thought it was going to end with what the health and what the health was. Um, anyone who hasn't seen it, it's like a vegan documentary on Netflix that basically tells you. I don't even know. It's there's so much. Basically, every food gives you cancer, and the only way you're going to survive is eating vegetables. And that you're basically everyone's lying to you. The food industry's lying to you, and the pharma industry's lying to you. And everyone's working together against the people who love vegetables. And look, in a sense, look, I'm probably there's a lot of truths to all of it. Like, but there's also truths to the fact of it's very, very hard to just stick to a just vegan diet, especially when you like meat and you want to be eating meat. And I've tried to eat vegan before. I've tried to eat vegetarian before. And I'm not saying it was the hardest thing in the world. I'm not saying it was the toughest or even, you know, the least tasty. I mean, like, I wouldn't say, like, my mood was overly impacted. But at the same time, did I want to keep doing it? No. And do I think having nice cuts of meat, like, you know, good healthy chicken breast from your butcher or nice cuts of beef or steaks, uh, do I think they're that bad for you? I, I don't in the scheme of things. Now, it depends on how often you're having them, how you're cooking them. I'm not a nutrition expert, but I mean... I go with how my body feels and I know my body feels shit after a fucking crappy McDonald's burger. But like, you know, if I get some nice burgers in the butcher and I cook them up and maybe I skip the bun and I just have the burger, I've, I've no complaints. I think it's tasty as fuck. Um, and that's my choice. But look, the Game Changers documentary, it's gotten a lot of hype. It's gotten a lot um, of exposure. And I think the fact of the matter is the reason it's gotten that is I know it was released in cinemas for I think it was a I think it was one showing in Cork and then I'm not sure about the rest of the world but it was probably just small screenings for a small while and then Netflix took over the rights uh but the reason it's getting so much exposure is because it's there it's being advertised on Netflix it's free and kind of everyone's probably watching for their own curiosities the god honest truth and same as myself I decided look I'm going to give this a look see how it goes um and I was just really fucking shocked to be honest at how much of a propaganda film it was and how much it kind of was so one-sided uh it really shocked me and look the dude doing it he, he seemed like a pretty cool dude he seemed like you know mad into martial arts former UFC fighter all around seemed like an awesome dude don't get me wrong uh but everything surrounding the film and kind of the facts they're trying to put out there it's, it's just it was very interesting for me to see that you know the angle they've taken, it's great that they want people to be healthy and it's great that they're kind of, I suppose, uh, pitching there from their corner. But like the idea that they're trying to make it seem like the vegan way is the only way, it's, it's just kind of what shocks me. And I mean, like one guy in particular in the documentary, they had this kind of power lifter dude, uh, strong man kind of dude. He was basically lifting a big metal yoke of a thing, walking back and forth 20 foot. And he was a beast of a fucker. And he basically went on to say, oh, everyone says you can't get this big from just being on a vegan diet and you can't get this strong for being on a vegan diet really really fair play to him but like the one thing i'm gonna say here and look i don't have any proof of this but the dude was definitely fucking taking shit loads of steroids you can get really strong on a vegan diet you can be healthy on a vegan diet there's no saying you can't but like the fact that this guy's pitching it's, it's like he's given half of what he's doing like fair enough you are putting in the work you are training so hard you are putting in huge amount of works and no one no one has taken that away from this dude uh but to kind of attribute it to being vegan is what i find most surprising and one of the most interesting things i i started reading up in the documentary because i was to be honest like look there's a lot of high profile names involved in it you know james cameron the director is involved in it uh, arnold schwarzenegger was part of it and he kind of funded it 
uh, or at least to a certain extent funded it. Uh, there's a lot of high-profile names involved. And one of the most interesting things is actually before they released the film, they had to cut out a load of parts of the film because a good chunk of the people who took part in the documentary went back to eating meat before they could release the documentary because their health had suffered and it had deteriorated and maybe they just wanted to go back to eating meat. Uh, but a few high-profile sports people backed off from the documentary and didn't want to be part of it anymore. And sure, they could have included them, but it just would have brought more speculation to, I suppose, and more negativity to the documentary of why would the people have dropped out? So yeah, so I watched this documentary and I'm thinking to myself, I'm a very impressionable guy. I'm seeing these guys go on about how healthy they are and how much they've um, improved and how much stamina they have and how fit they are. And, you know, there's an Olympic level cyclist, there's pretty much people from all walks of life in this documentary and it would get you really pumped and it's great to see sports people talking about their training and talking about their nutrition and like I have, I have no issues with eating a few vegetables I have no issues with wanting to eat healthy and you know all power to people that are but like my my grievance with this documentary is it's just one side and they're like oh I was this I was that I was I was I don't know, what would you call it? Like, I was sluggish, I wasn't as fast, I was getting older, and then I turned vegan, and suddenly I was this machine. And, like, I I went vegan for, a, I think it was about two weeks, and, like, I would say there was no notable difference in how I was feeling. Like, the only notable difference in how I was feeling was down to the fact that I just was eating less shit that's the truth you know when i was vegan i didn't get the chance to eat fucking mcdonald's when i was vegan i didn't get the chance to eat out as much when i was vegan i was eating a lot more vegetables that i should be eating anyway on top of the meat that i'm eating and everything else and the truth is is like what it really was was it was just me limiting my opportunity to eat shit food and that's why i chose to do it it was the idea that i wanted to just cut myself off from the source you know like i wanted to cut myself off if i don't eat any meat then whether it's the chicken from the butcher, whether it's the KFC, I know I'm not going to have it. And like, that's a lot of the reason that people become more successful on a vegan or vegetarian diet is because they're actually cutting themselves off the source. If you're the person that's sitting there and you're having the McDonald's four or five times a week, uh, that's totally great and good for you. But like, that's all you're doing is you're just limiting your opportunity to go there. I mean, you could just easily tell yourself, look, I'm not going to eat those restaurants anymore, but I'll have a steak at home. And you'd probably have the same effects. And that's that's just a god honest truth, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I suppose I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to think back. When I was watching it, I, I just took a few notes, kind of thinking, what's going on here? So, I mean, the main takeaways I had it from it was that, um, fuck, there was all sorts, really. I mean, they had a lot of tests on football players. They had guys, you know, they're showing you your blood and basically showing you what happens if you're eating meat the day before a game versus not eating meat. <laughs> um it's just not a very balanced argument and the shit they were coming out with was really really funny it actually gave me a good chuckle uh like one of the tests they did was how many erections football players were getting on a vegan diet versus a, a regular diet and apparently eating meat gives you less boners but being vegan gives you a serious amount of boners apparently um and yeah the, the erection game goes up if you're vegan uh this is how they were genuinely pitching it and like i'm not i'm not saying i'm not faulting that science or anything but it's it's pretty bloody funny that like this is the angle they're taking uh, my martial arts skills are apparently going to go up and um, there's talks of unlimited energy like oh i used to only be able to do the battle ropes for 10 minutes and that got me uh, my name on the board of my gym and now i can do it for an hour and look if that diet is having that effect on that dude fair play i mean look that's great stuff but like me i'm a fat bastard i'm trying to lose weight 
But like, if I'm not enjoying my food, I'm never going to fucking lose the weight. So from my perspective, like the idea of going vegan for weight loss or going vegan for that purpose strictly, it'll probably work for you to a certain extent, because really all you're doing is you're just limiting yourself from having so much. And I'd say the same against the carnivore diet, you know? Um, Sure. I mean, look, an excuse to eat steak all fucking day. Yes, please. Uh, An excuse to have a steak at every meal. Yes, please. I fucking love steak. But the idea that it's the only thing you should be eating, I really don't think so. I think it's all about balance. It's all about kind of just sampling everything. If there's a reason we have so many different types of foods, there's a reason that they all make us feel a certain way. And there's also the fact of it's not it's not unanimous amongst all people. And that's the thing, I think, another thing people need to realize. Like some of us really can't handle dairy. Some of us can. Some of us really feel sluggish after meat. Some of us don't. Some of us need a high-carb diet. Some of us need a low-carb diet. And we all feel optimal at different levels and with different foods mixed in. It's not a one one brand suits all. And it's the same way, not, not like just being vegan or just being a meat eater. Like it's not saying that's going to benefit you 100%. And I think like the idea of saying like that going carnivore diet is going to make you lose the weight, it will make you lose the weight because all you're eating is meat. If you're in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose the weight anyway. And to top it off, then you're having a lot less carbs. You're probably having a lot less shit foods. And you're really just taking away so much. You know, like, all right, if I only eat meat, am I going to have a packet of crisps in the afternoon? No. Am I going to go through half a packet of biscuits? No. Am I going to fucking go to the shop and buy a load of chocolate and sit down and eat every single bar in the share box on my own? I'm fucking not because all I eat is meat. And it's as true as is. If you're just eating meat, you have to cook the meat. The meat's always best fresh. You're not going to sit there cooking all day. It's not the same as, you know, at Christmas is a bowl of sweets on the table and you're just reaching back and forth and you're just eating and eating and eating and eating. And the truth is it's passive. You know, if there's chocolate in front of you and it's there and it's easy and it's accessible, you're probably going to eat it, uh, especially if you have a lack of willpower like me. Versus if I say, I can't eat that, I only eat meat. Yeah, sure, it'll probably cut me off the source and that's great, like, but like, is it the meat that's benefiting me or is it just not having the shit foods? Is it just not having the chocolate? And the same way, is it being vegan that's benefiting me or is it the fact that I can't go have my McDonald's? I can't go to the chipper. I can't have all these foods I want to have. And I get even like the, the levels of extremism and the levels of activism that go on in this world is absolutely crazy. And I just think like you just need to have an approach where you're looking at everything from one, a scientific point of view and a factual point of view secondly try whatever you want to try and see how you feel but like don't be fooled like if you're an impressionable person like me and you probably watch documentaries like what the health or you watch things like the game changers on netflix you're going to probably come out of there thinking fuck should i try that am i going to have a heart attack so i keep eating meat and like when you're when you're getting a bit tense that way you know it's, it's definitely scary it's definitely something you don't necessarily want to be um, exposing yourself to too much if you are impressionable because the same way that you could watch that documentary and say oh my god I'm gonna go vegan you could watch Dr. what's his name Sean Baker Sean Walker whatever his name is that dude is real real pushing the carnivore diet and you could be like oh well this is the this is amazing look it's gonna cure my like I think Jordan Peterson said something like oh it cured his depression he had unlimited energy he does he doesn't need to sleep as much everything started getting better for him um and the same with his daughter said it cured an autoimmune disease and like you've all these people are really pushing the carnivore diet and i think that's just as bad you know i think what's wrong with just having a well-balanced diet what's what's wrong with having a few eggs in the morning and then maybe you want a salad for lunch maybe you don't need lunch um that has meat in it and then for your dinner sure maybe you want chicken feeders i just think fucking work away
Anyway, look, game changers. I don't know what you guys think. I don't know if any of you seen it. Uh, but from my point of view, it is a really unbalanced argument. It's really, it's intense the way they go about stuff um, in that world. And it just, it, it shocks me the fact that they push this out and they give it the fancy title. And they, they you know, what? like, look, the point I'll make is they're trying to act like these guys have an edge above everyone else. They're trying to act like these sports people are the best in the world. But like the football players they had in there, I'm not saying their game didn't improve, but is it just down to the fact that maybe they're eating less crap food? Is it just down to the fact that maybe they're feeling more focused, they're feeling more motivated, they're feeling more energized, and that's why they're playing better? Or is it just, just the fact that their coaching staff and their training facilities all are enabling them to play better? I mean, like, I'm not saying there's no vegans on the New England Patriots, but I'm just saying there's a reason this documentary couldn't get the bigger teams who were always winning on. And that's because within those teams, there's diversity. There's probably vegans. There's probably meat eaters. There's probably guys that eat fucking chicken nuggets all fucking day. And it's a serious variation of diet. And that's that's the best way to have it. Like you and the guy next to you don't have to eat the same food. You and the guy you train with in the gym don't have to eat the same food. And there's certain foods that if you just cut them out of your life, you'll probably feel better for it. But it doesn't have to be a whole blanket ban. You know, the same way, look, I know myself, I shouldn't be eating that many sweets. I know myself, I should be limiting the amount of sugar I'm taking in because it doesn't make me feel good and I crave it and I get worse and worse. And the truth is, is I've said it a thousand times on this podcast, I'm the type of guy who has a teaspoon of Nutella and I wake up four hours later, I'm passed out, there's 10 empty jars next to me and I'm just covered head to toe, just thinking, what the fuck happened? I've just gone on a Nutella bender. And, um, it's kind of like someone who's an alcoholic, you know, you're not going to leave yourself in the room full of whiskey if you're an alcoholic, the same, I'm not going to leave myself in a house full of Nutella, because I know I'm going to eat it, um, and I know it's bad for me, and I know it tastes nice, though, and I know I'm going to want to eat it if it's there, um, so yeah, look, that's all I'd say, game changers, you should actually check it out, but please, I'm begging you, if you're someone who eats meat, or if you're someone who is debating going vegan, just go at it, like, try to be as objective as possible. Go into it. And if you genuinely are thinking of going vegan, which I did think of, of doing, and I did for two weeks, uh, went vegetarian after that, and then just kind of went back to my normal diet after that, um, please, please, take your time with it. Don't put yourself under any pressure. Don't fucking advertise it so you feel like you have to do it forever just because you told people you're going to be vegan from now on. Don't, don't succumb to the pressure. Do it for as long as you feel it's benefiting you, uh, do it maybe just to assess how it makes you feel and vice versa with the carnivore or anything else but look fucking you know yourself that just a healthy balanced diet is probably going to do you a whole lot better like we all have certain foods that we can't eat and we shouldn't eat we all have certain foods that make us feel good or bad and just if you can recognize that wh- whatever camp they fall in just go with that go with how your body feels go with what makes you feel most energized and don't be taking the piss and listening to netflix documentaries do your research like, if you're really serious about it, go see a nutritionist. Do it right. Don't just be like, oh, I'm going to fucking bowls of rice all day, every day, and that's it. You're not going to have a well-balanced diet. You're not going to feel good. And sure, you'll be cutting out some of the bad stuff, but it won't do you, like, loads and loads of good. I just don't think it's worth your time. So, yeah, that's all I'll say. Um, fucking hell, this cold is really, really ragging on me. Just feeling rough as fuck. Sniffling and all on the podcast, just disgraceful. God love your ears, people. I'm sure you're sitting at home just saying, Why is he doing this to us? Why is he subjecting us to this awful, awful sound of his sniffling? And you'd be right, you know what? I'm fucking, I'm a bastard, really, aren't I? 
Uh, just terrible. So yeah, look, um, please do check it out. And if you do check it out, let me know what you thought of it. And please don't succumb to the fucking propaganda in that film, though. Just just take a look at it, see it for what it is, and sure, take your own opinions from it. But please do your research, people, because it's such a one-sided argument. And it, it's just crazy. Like, it, it just, the only thing I can compare it to is, like, an article in Men's Health. And they get a guy like Dwayne The Rock Johnson on. And they get The Rock's workout for Hercules, or The Rock's workout for whatever movie he's doing at that time. And they say, these five core exercises will get you to turn into The Rock. And like, if you're the kid who's 16, sitting at home, and you're maybe too skinny, or maybe you're too fat, and you're thinking, yeah, I want to look like The Rock. Uh, well, first of all, you're going to need some serious Polynesian genes. Uh, you're going to need a good, healthy background of people who were very fit and very strong. Then you're going to need probably serious amounts of all the steroids. Just take every single one. And then on top of that, you're also going to need years and years and years of training. You're going to need serious dedication. Like, it's not these five exercises that are going to make a difference. Like, if, if you look at The Rock's Instagram, The Rock's a fucking beast. The Rock puts in the work. Whether he's on steroids or not, and he's never fucking confirmed if he is or not, even though I'm fully sure he is. Um, the dude's a beast, and no one can take that away from him. But, like, don't be reading a men's health article and going, oh, well, if The Rock does these five exercises, I'm going to do it, and I'd look like The Rock. I fucking did that. I'm, I remember after that four, first Thor film came out, and I bought the men's health article with, or sorry, men's health magazine with Chris Hemsworth on it. And I looked and I said, oh, Chris Hemsworth does these 10 exercises to look like Thor. Um, I never considered the fact that he also was in a calorie deficit and he was just eating fucking chicken breasts. And he was probably starving himself half the time to get that ripped for the topless scenes. But whatever. And like, oh, if Chris Hemsworth can do that, I'll do that. So I go to fucking Brookfield and I'm eating, or sorry, and I'm training with those 10 exercises for like 10 weeks. And I'm like, I'm still fat, I'm still not feeling any better, I'm not feeling much stronger, and like the truth is, I probably should have been following the diet rather than the fucking training regime, had I just done my simple basic training regime, I'd have probably been better off, um, so yeah, rant over, look, watch the film, see how you get on, uh, don't go too extremist in any different direction, and as always, uh, I am the fat man talking, check me out on Instagram, listen to the podcast, which you're obviously doing now, and thank you so much for making it this far, uh, tell your friends about the podcast. If you fancy it, share the podcast out in your Instagram story. Share it out on Facebook. I don't care where you share. Tell the people at Mass for all I care. People from Mass are very sound. Maybe they'll listen too. But I just want to get the listenership up. I know week on week it's been growing and it's been fantastic. The response to these solo series about weight loss have been fantastic and I really, really appreciate it. But please go out and spread the word. You know, you'll be doing me a favor. Maybe it'll benefit some other people. Maybe it'll entertain some people. God fucking knows. But I know I'll appreciate it. Uh, so thanks, people. Um, that's everything from me. Uh, another podcast done. I put out a post on Instagram the other week that basically said I, I came up with four podcast ideas. And I did. Um, and that's basically because I don't want to be discussing the same things every week. Um, and I don't want to just be discussing trying to lose weight and failing and giving out and wallowing in self-pity. Uh, so I'm trying to come up with different diverse topics to discuss on the podcast. And this is just one of those. There'll be a few more in the next week or two. I'm uh, going to try release out probably four episodes in the next two weeks from now. Um, so look, enjoy. Thanks so much for checking it out. I'll talk to you all soon.